Okay, we'll probably trim a little bit of that off the beginning there. That was a bit of too much dead space. Okay, so we are here for another episode of a podcast. This podcast is called Canadian Talk. And we talk about stuff. Stuff that's interesting. Stuff that, and when we talk about it, we don't try to shove it down your throat. We don't try to pretend like it's super important. Uh, um, and it's life-changing and trying to get you to do something. All we are here for is talking. We, do com- we are a community. We are what the church used to be. We are, that's what we are. But ultimately, we're just a fucking loser in a room that he built out of scraps. Uh, that's what we are. But we're here, and we're here for you. Because um, we want everybody to be informed. We want everybody to be happy. That's the philosophy of this show. Um, so we're here today. We got ourselves a nice fire. We're doing this podcast in the only way that you know how to in the middle of the prairies in Canada. Um, you know, we got this low budget little little building I built here and we're just doing it. All right. So thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for tuning in. Number one, there is uh what, what do we got here? We can talk about beer a little bit. Um, cause I've got my two guests, my two most favorite guests are here today and they are from the Bohemian region, <laughs> but actually made by Molson in Vancouver and in Toronto and Montreal and Moncton and St. John's, etc. All the places where there are Molson brewing factories. <laughs> two guests. Dang it, what was the thing I was going to talk about right before the beer? Come on, I can remember it. It was, uh, right now if you're listening, you're probably like, this will be like a a segment of the show where the audience knows what I said because you're listening and I forget it and then eventually maybe I remember it. That's like a segment that will be in this show. Oh, God. <clears throat> yeah, we got the fire roar in here. We got Price, the producer. He's coming in today, but uh, I like to start a little bit early. And I never text him when I arrive at the studio anyway, So, because I like him to just come out whenever he wants. Not like, oh, hey, come out here. You know, because I'm not paying anybody. <laughs> we don't got enough sponsors to be paying anybody. I got people sending me memes. Who the fuck knows what's going on right now in the world? So... We're here. You've heard the philosophy of the show. And uh, you've, you've heard about the guests. You've heard about the producer. So let's get right into it. Um, there has been a military operation in Russia. Russia has decided to... Russia. Russia has decided to take over the Ukraine. Okay? Do you understand it? The Russia... The Russia has decided. Uh, That's the first time I've ever done a Trump impression in my entire life. And I don't know where it came from. But you're welcome. Now that I did that Trump impression, I just want to check to make sure the camera is still rolling. Because I got a new camera. And I can't see if it's rolling from this side of it anymore. So one second. We're in business. We're in business, definitely. We're in business, definitely. So let's start us off now. Oh, I want to talk about the Russia thing, but let's start us off with a little ditty. Just to just to get us all centered here. 
just learning the harmonica and I like to do spontaneous riffs that I've put together in my free time it really is just like talking where technically like a riff that you learn on on an on a instrument is like a word right it's like okay you know that word and as I form sentences like when I talk and then when you make a song it's really the same thing as I'm trying to play an instrument that I can liken and make it similar to what I do when I speak on these shows if I'm going to add it to this show. So what I do is is kind of like improv music where I have all these words, these little riffs that I practice just in their little prepackaged things, and then I start to play. And based on how I feel at any given time, like when I come on to these shows, it just comes out the way it comes out. And that's how you do it. Um, that's how I do it, rather. <laughs> So there you go. There's a little starting riff for you. So, um, yeah, I'm, I've got Bohemian with me today. Uh, if I had to critique Bohemian, I, l I like that it's really cheap, and it is always the cheapest beer. Down there with Brewhouse, down there with with the other cheap ones. But it doesn't have the best taste. I know some people that, that swear by it and think that it is the one of the better cheap beers, but I'm not one of them. Uh, it's, it's, it's bearable. I'll put up with it if there's no other beers. No, no other 24 packs that I can get for under uh, under 35 bucks. I'll, I'll defer to the Bohemian every time because it's the only one that's consistently priced below $40. So that's what it has going for. But it just doesn't have the greatest taste. It tastes a little bit too fucking islandy. Tastes like they're trying to be make this fake island beer, and it, it just tastes a little bit too fake islandy and a little bit too Bohemian, if you will. That's why they call it that. And it's still a good beer. It's still better than Minhaus Dark Brew. That I we I, I had that on my last beer review. With price on episode 42 or 41. I don't know. I think my com something went on with the system my with my my uh, RSS feed. I don't know how this happened, but I published the episodes so that Bachelor the Bachelor Party episode was episode 41 and then pr Price's back was episode 42. But then for some reason, my RS RSS feed just switched them. And I don't know why that is. Um, any, that, anyway, that's not interesting. Um, yeah, my last beer review. Yeah, this is way better than the Minhaus fucking Dark Ale. That's, that's, not that this is a Dark Ale, but just... I'm, that's, the le that's the worst beer I've ever had. That's the only time I've ever wasted some beer was when I got that Minhaus Dark Brew. I was like, oh my god. I, I've had it, it's, it's so hit and miss. I've had it where it's bearable. It's better warm than it is cold, the dark Minhaus. It's just because when it's cold, oh my god, the flavor is so disgusting and bitter. And it is, it's a 5% beer, so I don't know why the hell it tastes so shitty. Um, so anyway, that's enough about beer. 
Let's talk about something serious for a second here. Um, we got that Will Smith slap. We got... And then we have the military occupation. So let's go slowly through this whole Russia situation here. And the East versus the West. Because what's so freak, freaky for me is I want to tell you about how this... What's, what this Russian operation has done in my life. And then... Because then maybe you... If you're a person who works and you don't have any of that stuff going on and you don't have debates with people about this kind of shit so it doesn't really affect you, then let me tell you how me, I put myself out into the social stuff and let me tell you how it's affected me so far. <clears throat> so, the, Russia, so I didn't realize that because I live in the West. I live in a democracy. Canada's a democracy. Limited democracy, whatever you want to call it. And I, we would like to think over here that our governments don't lie to us. Like, like we're told, oh, that's what the Chinese government does. And that's what, and we're also told that, like, oh, that's what Russia does. Like, we're told, and it's so crazy that, that that's real. The people, and, and you know what, is it real because we manifest it? Like, whenever I think about it, my first impression was that it's fake. Because I've seen the Indiana Jones movies, I've seen... I thought this was a Hollywood thing, like, oh, we don't have anybody else to use as the bad guys. Let's let's either call the bad guys the Nazis or the Ruskies. Like, so they're picking technically they're picking a race of people that are the bad guys. And in each Indiana Jones movie, there is a different one. I, I, I understand, but I think there's two Indiana Jones movies where the bad guys were the Russians. And the most recent Indiana Jones movie, the bad guys were the Russians, the Crystal Skull one. So. Is that conditioning really like fucking creating this in our social? Because you, as much as we like to think our social uh, climate is created by reality and like education and stuff like that, it's really created by the media and what's passed down by parents. And, and parents are people who struggle. Parents are people who take in media that isn't all necessarily perfect. They're not necessarily vetting shit. So they're just telling their kids shit. So in reality, the social construct is actually not based on reality, it's based on the fake reality, the media and Hollywood and stuff. So that might be what's fucking going on with this, like I'm not saying Indiana Jones is solely to blame for why people are hating on Russia right now. But I am amazed because from my point of view, so let me tell you my point of view on the occupation so far and right now we're current, they're at day 35 of the Russian military operation in Ukraine. Let me tell you my opinion on what I think is going on with that. Because I, I shared it with people. And people in Canada, people in the West, people that are American, Canadian, the people that I've talked to, Northern Canadian, Southern American, everybody is, seems to be, in the West seems to be unifyingly thinking that Putin is a warlord, right? A bad guy. But then when I watch, and I've studied, and I'm not, again, I'm no political scientist, but I've watched a lot of videos that have come across my stuff and not just on social media, but like I watch, I watch all kinds of stuff and I pay attention and I dig through news outlets, which I mean, are they any better than social media these days? I don't even know. I dig through them and um, it seems to me, and if you want to watch one in particular, it, I have put a few things on the, the Facebook Canadian talk page already, which is some speeches that leaders and representatives from Russia have said about, hey, this is the issue with that we're having with Ukraine. Like they are, you know, so here we go. So the issue is that they'll say that, like, Russia's causing a threat to us because they're threatening to join NATO. They, they are allowing NATO to put, to put stuff too close to Russia because 
these bordering, as far as I understand it, these bordering areas as they've split up Russia are meant to be buffer zones or protection zones, really, for main, the main of Russia. And um, that's the way that's set up. <clears throat> so, and I'm just shocked because it seems like the occupation or the special military operation or whatever you want, if you want to call it a war, because people on the left are calling it a war, people on people who are trying to understand it more, and I can't really put them on a left or right, but people who are open, so let's call them people in the middle, people who aren't brainwashed, all those other people, see, but you can even call them right people if you want, so. But a lot of them, including me, is kind of starting to understand a little bit where Russia's coming from based on some of the speeches that I've watched of Russians talking about, hey, these are the threats that we're seeing from Ukraine, and they have real stuff. They have real stuff. And then, and then when it comes to economic stuff, they're neighbors, so they should be cooperating. Not only are they neighbors, but they're like, Ukraine is the daughter nation of Russia. They used to be part of Russia. So it's, even, it's an even further commitment that they have together. So they should be cooperating. But then what Russia is saying is that, oh, Ukraine isn't are, is creating environmental policies that aren't allowing pipelines to run and costing Russia money when Russia is an autocracy. They run very efficiently, so they can't have any of that bloating or any of those problems being created on their borders causing stoppages of, of, of their oil uh, production and, and stuff like that. So I see that. Let me have a second here to adjust my fire. Just a moment. Oh man, do I ever love the smell. I love the smell of a fire. I don't know if this is because it's killing me quickly so it makes my brain release some sort of fight or flight chemicals, but man, I love the smell of fire. It really just, it just gets me thinking. It just puts me in a different zone, you know, a, a, a zone that's even different than I do like yoga, hot yoga sometimes, and but there's nothing like it, like being at a fire. So anyway, to do with this East versus West and, and who's the propagandizer and who isn't, Right? Um, we like to think our government doesn't lie to us, but m maybe they do sometimes. But I don't know. It just, it really depends on what the narrative is. And the narrative right now, globally, is kind of autocracy versus democracy. And uh, that's the way it is. And so, anyway, so this is the next step of how it's affected me. I have a group that I do certain debates with that have, that is a, it's, it's comprised of scientists, people that I consider scientists before that I respected. The, um, you know, there a lot of them are engineers, which, I mean, as I know now, I'm starting to understand because I myself am not good with social topics, but th I'm seeing some people who are far worse. And but there's a group that I was in that where me even expressing, and we've talked about COVID in this group where I've had a p opposing views with a majority of the people in the group on certain things, and and we are able to talk about it. And but when it comes to this. This Ukraine, and none of, none of them, as far as I could tell, the majority of these people weren't Ukrainians or anything, even though there is a lot of Ukrainians in Canada. That's why it's one of these huge topics right now. Um, they, they, they basically started, they basically had a full-on, this group of 10 to 20 men in this group um, 
of the I, like we used to go to Wings weekly. I, I started going with them for you know I, I don't know maybe a, it's like been a year or eight months or something every week, and um, they 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 totally had a meltdown about this topic, and and me expressing any type of understanding towards the Russian occupation and protecting their 180 million people. And it's probably more than that, by the way. Russia reports their population and tries to keep it smaller because, guess what? So here's another t t thing I learned in my research so far of this whole situation is that the actual divide of Russia first happened in the early 1900s, like 1911 or something like that. And they divided it up into six or eight. And then it happened more recently in the 90s. Um, and they divided it into 12. I have been, I have heard that, that those divisions were, were purely done for census purposes because the populations of these autocratic areas were getting so large that it was causing unrest in the public of the democracies. The weak, the, that's really what I'm starting to see democracies as, is the weak, more sheepy type folks over in the West they're, they get afraid when they start hearing, whoa, like, look at all these people over here. Like, there's a bunch of people in Russia, and they think differently than us. Like, they don't like that. So that's why, and this is written right into the agreements that, that, that and into the, 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 the treaties, if you will, or um, the Union Treaty from 1911, that the leader of Russia split up Russia to appease the president of the United States at the time, who was Woodrow Wilson, I think. And, um... So that's my point, is that literally the split that we're so-called calling that, that gave Ukraine their sovereignty was done. Russia would have never done it. They did it to appease the West. So you've got that kind of an issue. And anyway, so I express these, some of these opinions to these people, and they have a full-on meltdown. Go straight to ad hominem. Start thinking I'm a fucking evil person. And, you know, that's it. They had a full-on meltdown, and I pretty much can't even have debates with this particular group anymore. Good thing I have plenty of groups to have debates with, but uh, that's what happened to do with that Russian war. That's how it affected me. Um, and that's what I'm seeing so far where we live here. Like, you might you might be here, listening to this right now and be mad at me, but let me tell you that I'm not Ukrainian. I don't think I'm Russian. I only know what half of my ethnicity is. I've never done a 23 in me, but I know I'm, I'm at least 50% British because I know my mom's ethnicity. And that's a full British. She's a full... British, mom and dad, so I'm 50% British at least, that's, that's what I am, so I have no dog in this fight, that's why I'm trying to understand it, so, but man, our people, our people get, getting crazy, and pretending like it's going to be a war, like, that's what's so strange, is when the people, all our, poli not all of them, but a lot of them, are pretending that, like, it's a big thing, and there's all these issues, but really, Russia, it's hardly even ongoing anymore. Now they're, they're negotiating, basically, as far as I understand. But it is a fog of war situation. But um, my understanding is that they're negotiating. And Russia had taken... They, they, they just walked in. They just walked in and took... Hey, you guys are our daughter nation. We're taking you back. You're being misbehaving. Um, dang it, I forgot what I was about to say there a moment ago. But, oh, yeah, how the West is trying to prop it up like it's a war and it's unjustified and terrible. When Russia has more people than the Ukraine, and Russia is deciding to move into this neighboring autocratic nation because they need to to secure their nation, which with four times as many people, so that naturally is the side that I'm on. I'm not going to just be like I hate Putin. 
Like how people go, oh, I hate Trump. It's, I'm not going to do that. That's illogical. I'm looking out for the larger population. So anyway, right now, that's my opinion. Russia hasn't, is not, they're not the Nazis. They're not trying to start a world war. They don't think that they're better. They don't, they're not trying to purify the world or, or anything like that. They are trying to secure their own region. So fuck, fuck if I'm an idiot. But I'm right now, that's my opinion on it. And that's how it's affected me so far. And I'll check back in next Wednesday and the Wednesday after that. The Russia thing will be a new thing I keep checking in on until it gets resolved. Because there's a video of one of the speeches that I studied of a Russian guy. He was saying the things that Russia needs to have happen for them to leave Ukraine. And it's just like, hey, get rid of the military. Hey, stop pretending like you can do whatever you want and screw over Russia. And make, you know, the fancy political words for that is demilitarization of Ukraine, denuncification of Ukraine. Those are the two denounce, denounce, denouncification of Ukraine. Those things are what Russia is needing to, to leave there. And that's what it is. They've been in there for, let me fix my fire again. They've, my point is they've been in there for a month now. They've taken over the majority of Ukraine and they've only killed, what I've heard, they've only killed a verified couple thousand people, if not less. That, me, that, 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 those numbers to me, just like with COVID, only killing a few thousand people in a 40 million people country, that to me proves numerically that it is a military operation and not a war. That is the math to me. Because I'm leaving emotion out of it. I, I, I leave emotion out of it, and I assume that each person, human being, has the same capacity for emotion. And how, what, guess what? There's way more of them in Russia than there is in Ukraine. So that's kind of where a guy can be at the current moment, if you want to think logically. So we're about 30 minutes in. We don't have any price yet. So let's, let's give Price a text, because we're going to talk about the Will Smith slap a little bit, and we could use some laugh tracks. Just getting some messages from actually some musicians that I'm going to have on the podcast in the future. But he was going to pop by today, but he says 10 a.m. 10 a.m. is too early on a Sunday. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Sorry about that, folks. I'm just like wasting your time here texting during the podcast. That's that. That has been so. Yeah, that's Russia, right? And, oh, I was going to text my producer here so he gets his butt out here. Um, even though I already said I don't, I won't text him like that. But I'm going to, anyway. Okay, and we're back. Oh, I got, I got an email. Let me check my, let me check my email. Oh, no. It's an email that I've, I bought this, <laughs> okay, there, I bought this, you know how there's those things that people use on, so like, somebody will ha have an OnlyFans person that they love, like, I don't do this, I just watch standard porn, um, somebody will have an OnlyFans person that they'll be obsessed with, or some, some sort of a, a sugar daddy, sugar mama situation, and then they'll buy those, and I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm that, I didn't do any of that, but I did purchase one of these Bluetooth controllable devices, if you will. You should know what I mean. But I keep getting, and it's for somebody that I'm not going to talk about. And they're not, and they're not an OnlyFans. They're not a porn star. Okay. Um, so, uh, 
I purchased it. Oh, and I, now I keep getting emails from the company that, that sold it, giving me like sex tips and stuff. Um, I, I don't know, because it's like some of them are gay. Some of them are like, they're like talking about butt orgasms. And one of them was talking about nipple orgasms and all this weird shit. <laughs> it's like, um, what do you think I'm doing here? You think, you think I'm using this thing on myself? Like... <laughs> Okay, so let's pop open the list because the kid needs some help here on what he's going to talk about next. Even though it's been great so far talking about talking about Russia, and when Price comes back, to be honest, I may when he when he comes, I may ask him some questions about about it just to get another opinion on here uh, from somebody from a different region. But he is from Trinidad and Tobago, which is uh, kind of I think that's South America ish, isn't it? So, still, that's still the West. So, anyway, let me go to my list here, podcast content. I'll get to the Will Smith slap once he gets here. Um, yeah. Um, oh, they put Joe Rogan on The Simpsons. That was a pretty funny episode. Go check it out if you haven't seen that yet. Um, I've been betting UFC and absolutely killing it. I'm going to start giving some UFC recommendations if you want to make money, um, fucking kill it. Like so, but Azamat uh, Kazamat Chamayev, he's an obviously a sure thing for the time being. He's coming up this this Saturday, April 9th. There's not much you can make on him unless you want to bet on the full knockout. Um, because on just a regular victory, right now it's only 1.7, 1.17. So that means you're only making seventeen dollars per one hundred dollars that you bet. So. You know, you can bet a thousand bucks and you're only going to make 170. That's how much of a sure thing he is. But he usually strangles people out. Like he doesn't have many fights as of yet that have went to decision. So, and I know that you're getting two to one on the the knockout bet. So if you want to take a little bit of a risk, you could bet. You'd be better off betting 200 on on a knockout than than 1,000 on a victory. I would say. So there's some math on the numbers going on right now with Azamat. But I would, or with Kazamat, I I would consider him if you want to make some money. Bet on Kazamat. Um, I've I've already got a, a 500 spot down on Kazamat, uh, and I think it'll pay off a nice little. I think I'm gonna make a little hundred bone from that 115 or 120 bucks. But my I've been doing all kinds of sure thing bets like that, and they've just been they've been coming through. There's a like because I know because I watch so much fight commentary, and I watch Joe Rogan's every episode or whatever. I get a lot of information on the UFC just by default so and I'm an athlete so I, I like to think I'm pretty good with the mindset analysis and physique analysis and things like that and I'm also good with numbers so I can I can uh, check out their records and figure it out anyway I'm pretty good at it so if you want to take my advice go ahead but right now I'm up well I'm only up $500 uh, total right now but that's because I had to climb back I, I lost like a thousand on various bets that I made on the Dustin Poirier fight because I was acting on my passion rather than on my my logic. I knew I had a feeling that Oliveira's jiu-jitsu was going to be way too much for him to handle in his grappling, and it was. And I just I was being stupid because I like Dustin Poirier a lot, so that was my issue there. Never bet on guys that you like. Always make sure you bet on the guy that that you think's going to win. You know. So anyway, that's um that's Kazimat Chimaev. Um, Patty Pemberton won his fight. I believe I I bet on him. Uh, so I won some money on that one. That was the other weekend, and he was at 
to one or something like that. So I think I bet 400 on him, and so I made uh, made 150 bucks on that one. But yeah, I'm climbing back up. So I'm but I'm so I'm not in the hole. I'm up about 500, and I'll give updates every week. I don't bet every week. Like I only bet when there's sure thing fights, like ones that I've been somehow luckily gotten some information on. Um, so it's usually every couple weeks, and I'll give my tally on where my bets are at and and who's been winning and losing. Yeah, Patty Pemberton. Oh, and Patty Pemberton made. That's another guy because I'm just I watch media all fucking day. Really, I'm, I really got to get out more. But uh, I saw that Patty was. It was a tweet, and he's made some videos addressing it as well. Sorry, I'm picking my crotch here, folks. Um, if you've seen my yoga uh, walkthrough videos, then you're used to it. He released a video where he was talking about Russia and how he was pro-Russia and stuff, and and uh, and people were were crucifying him for it. It's like just this is it's what I was talking about. Like it's crazy. Oh, and then I got a, I got a bit. This is a joke that I wrote in here. So this one isn't like a topic, but if, if you just you say it, so like, Ukrainians they like to fight, right? They're kind of like the Japanese of the whites. And what what who who have we had problems with in the past? The Japanese, and now all of a sudden, the Ukrainians are causing problems for Russia. It's like that's what they are. Ukrainians are fighters, man, and that's meant to be a compliment. But that's why there's the tension right now. Um, not really a joke. No punchline there. See, so that's garbage. I gotta obviously write that properly. I just learned about the scorpion pepper, which is apparently one of the hottest peppers in the world. And I, on my, one of these episodes coming up here, I'm gonna start eating peppers because I'm horrible with hot foods. And uh, I think it would be funny if I was to do some of that shit and then just see how I reacted. <sighs> What else do we got here? Oh yeah, so this is one that was interesting. And this one I put a video on my page. Because I was watching it. I caught it 24 hours after it came out. And it was still live. No, no, sorry. It was inside of 24 hours. It had been out for, uh, you know, about 12 hours. And I started watching it. And, th- and I got halfway through. And then it got pulled. It got pulled from YouTube. The Nel- by the way, this is the Nelk Boys. The Nelk Boys uh, podcast. They have a podcast called the Full Send Podcast. They're kind of goofballs, and they're that's fine. That's fine. You can be goofballs. They're funny. They they they're huge. They're I, mean, I think they're the biggest podcast made by the youngest people in the world, surely. Um, who are self-made, not and not some sort of celebrity made by a per- studio and some movie like fucking Tom Holland or whatever. Um, not that anything I have anything against Tom Holland. Um, so yeah, Donald Trump went on this Nelk Boys podcast. I couldn't fucking believe it. And it was blowing up the internet and they pulled it down just because Trump said, they said it was because Trump said something about the election fraud and everything else he said was apparently fine. Fucking ridiculous. And I, I posted a video of some of what I caught of it before it got pulled down. I imagine the Nelk Boys, I haven't looked into this. I imagine you can go and watch this whole podcast. It's probably behind a paywall or on a different platform or on the dark web or something like that. You can probably find it somewhere. But, um, yeah, I, I got about a five-minute clip of it. I posted it on the page. Uh, let me just check my camera again here, folks, really quickly. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, especially if you're still here from the beginning. We've been together now for about 35 minutes. I'm I'm impressed with anybody who has the time. I love podcasts. Some, You know, 1% of the population loves podcasts instead of music. Most people like music. But if you're that 1% of people with the attention span like that, I commend you for it, and I thank you for being here. So I'm just going to check my camera. 
rocking and rolling, baby. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The new camera is going to be higher quality, and it seems to be working. We've had no issues so far. We're still rolling, which is good. And looks like we have a second party joining us in here. We're rolling, brother. Hey, man. Hey. Uh, and actually, I'm 40 minutes in, so more or less just about done. But I got, I got, I saved some stuff for now. If we, if we need it, whatever. So, um, I, ta I already talked about, about, uh, about Russia a mm -hmm. little bit, and that did, we didn't talk about that last episode, did we? Not as much. Or did we talk about it at all? I can't even really remember if we mentioned it, but I thought I, I I've already talked about it for about 15 minutes today. Mm. The fucking Russia occupying Ukraine and all that kind of stuff, mm. and what I think of it. Do you so have you, do you do you have any opinion on it or just even a, like? Do, are you? I mean, do you I'm I'm not for I'm not really for Russia. Kind of take it over. Not land. for Russia. Um, it's a lot more than just saying you know, Russia's bad, Ukraine's good. I'm sure there's a lot more. For sure, variables involved. Oh, no, I'm okay, man. Okay, but uh, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not for Russia. I'm sure there's a lot more variables. I'm sure a lot of people know a lot more than me, but yeah, I'm not for Russia. Mm -hmm. Fair enough, fair enough. And see, and that's, and there you have it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we're, we all of us that live in the West, we're trying to make sense of the whole situation. Mm. But when did Indiana Jones come out? 19 when was the first one 1989 that was way past my time Doug like. <laughs> I think the first Indiana Jones movie came out in 1989 mm. and the the bad guys in I think the first Indiana Jones movie and the most recent one the one that was made in 2016 the Crystal Skull mm. the bad guys were the Ruskies mm -hmm. so it's like and and you see Russia who are the people doing what they're doing their, their leaders come out, Putin, their representatives at the UN, they come out and they say, hey, we're doing a special military operation, we're going to occupy Ukraine because we're having diplomatic issues with them. Mm -hmm. So for the security of Russia, we need to occupy. And then all of a sudden, in our media, in the West, all of a sudden, you don't see them, hey, here's Putin speaking about what's going on, or here's the representative of Russia speaking about what's going on. You see our politicians going, Russia has invaded Ukraine in an uh, inexplicable... Um, unjustifiable war they're mm. calling it a war and all this kind of stuff and it's like shouldn't we listen to them like they live over there mm. they're the ones in the autocracies both ukraine and russia are autocracies why are we are democracies completely different how can we pretend to understand how they're securing their own nation yeah and here's and so and i said this before and by the way i'm not trying to convince you i'm just saying some rambling i feel i've stumbled upon like a mathematical proof if you will of it being not a war. But I, I understand that there's the fog of the war situation, so we may not be getting properly reported numbers on deaths, but if a country of 150 million go, let's call it a war, they go to war mm. with a country of 40 million, Ukraine, mm. um, and it's been going on for a month, 36 days, and right now, currently, we are aware of, confirmed, about three to 5,000 deaths. Mm. You're going to tell me that in a war that's been on for a month between two countries with 100 million plus people that there's only a thousand deaths? Yeah. That is, to me, that's proof that they're being tactful, they're occupying, not waging war. Mm. That's it. That's the end of the debate, you know, in my opinion. But we'll see what happens, right? Like all of a sudden Russia could go crazy, but 
my understanding of it is that they're not fucking they're not they're not the Nazis they're not trying to take over the world but who knows we're gonna have to keep watching the developments on that so mm. yeah that's the Russia thing man pretty fucking crazy so I see you're not wearing a mask that's pretty cool yeah I, uh... yeah <clears throat> Feeling you a little know. safer. Yeah, yeah. It's weird to see your face again. Well, I guess I sometimes I see it when I sneak into the uh, the space there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, at the Oscars. We <laughs> okay. So, um, before I say anything, because I haven't said anything about this yet. Mm. Nothing. I wanted to have you here for this, because I don't really know if I'm even able to comment on it. Because like. It's obviously not okay, mm -hmm. but we can't, we don't know anything about their lives. Mm -hmm. Will Smith has slapped people before on camera and gotten away with it, Got and people liked it. So, but do you think, so, if you were Will Smith, would you have done what he did? I would have done it in private. You would have done it in private, exactly. I would have done it on live, live national television. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, <laughs> I, yeah, baseline, I would have done it in private. The fact that he, there's videos of him making fun of, um, the same, like, in the past. I've seen the videos. He makes bald jokes. That's it's, and yeah, yeah, you could argue that, yeah, that was how many years in the past, you know, that wasn't about his wife, so on and so on, but it's like, at the same time, when he made those jokes, the people that were affected didn't run up and slap him. Because exactly. I'm sure if if they did that, he would have reacted very negatively. Chris Rock took it like a champ. Eh? He did take he, it like a champ. He just got collected. He slapped. He was stunned. But it's not like, you know, he, he walked back. It's not like he held his face. He just stood there and he was shocked. I know. And all, yeah. he, all he messed up was documentaries and awards. He's like, we're here to give out some documentaries. I mean, mm. awards. That's the only thing he stumbled on. It's Other than incredible. that, he kept it together. It was incredible. And that's, I mean, that's that's from his training, right? Like, mm. uh, as being a comedian, being in front of people like that all the time. What an amazing, but for a second he stumbled where he's like, oh, I could, I could. Do you know that part of it where he's like, that was, I don't know if you remember that specific second, but for a second he was like, oh, I could, I could. And right there he was considering, I could rip you apart right now with things, I could just chirp you I, with obvious jokes to do with um, that stuff. Do you know his wife's podcast? The, uh, is that your red table? The red the, table. See, yeah. now everybody knows about it now, but a year ago I was watching it when nobody knew about it. Mm. But but a year ago was when she first made her, she had her most popular episode where she made it public that, oh, hey, I'm having sex with other people. Yeah. And yeah, she called it an entanglement. That was a loud noise. Holy yeah. fuck. Um, so that happened about a year ago, a year and a half ago. And uh, that was that was when I became aware of it. But mm. I've been watching it ever since. But yeah, I can't, I can't believe that 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 this all happened it's so clear that that will smith is just damaged from him his wife acting in such a way but people say that he has cheated too mm. so that's the tough part is is whose side can you be on and who cheated first and, and stuff like that yeah like did did will smith cheat first or what i think uh i'm not too i'm not too, too uh, knowledgeable on the when will smith um did that stuff i yeah. do know now how uh one thing I hope he doesn't do is now he can easily say to Jada, "I have sacrificed my career to save this marriage." Absolutely. Are you gonna put in the work, or are you gonna tell me I wasted X, Y, and Z? For sure. Okay, so I want to jump in on it there. So what Price is saying is he's saying that if if he has any positives that have come from this, he has 
he may be the first man to have ever actually won a fight with his wife. Basically. <laughs> he now has the upper hand on his wife. Yeah, that's, that's so true. I mean, that's one way to look at it. That is one positive that he achieved from doing that, is he now is the king of his home. <laughs> it's just a shame, though, because it it's a just, shame. he won his first Oscar there. Yeah. But then it was on the night that he went on. It's not like it's yeah. public humiliation. It's just that's a you don't do that stunt. Honestly, it is public humiliation. It's mm. public uh, for for ten seconds. It's public hum- humiliation for Chris Rock, and then it goes away, and he's becoming a superstar. Basically. But that was public humiliation probably for the the entirety of the whole Oscars for Will Smith, and then now, obviously, now he's yeah. also being humiliated. So forever, really. Um. Much embarrassment for Will Smith, I think, but um, I don't know why he would have ever acted so rashly like that. That was so uncalled for. I always see the um, things on the internet um, with the memes and stuff, how, like, um, you know, because he was laughing at the joke at first. I know, I know. And then he saw she did the eye roll, and then he went and did something. So they were, you see all the, um, the pictures online where, um, like, Jade would say, like, you know, Tupac would have never let him get away with that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's playing on him. I'm sure he yeah. sees all of that as well. I'm sure it's taken a, a mental yeah. toll on him. But mm-hmm. And then the jokes he made about Jada from 2016, too. So I can see how he, he still was getting madder and madder. But if we're going to cons- try to consider him as a smart guy... Mm-hmm. There's a million things he could have done. Just he could have thought of him while he was walking up there, rather than just like smacking him and almost he almost slipped, like as he as twisted. He wanted so much yeah. force in that slap. He put yeah, he almost spun around and slipped on his slippery fucking dress shoes. He could have, he could because Chris Rock was literally had his hand, he's leaning forward like he was gonna say something. Mm. He could have went over, put his arm around his back. This would have been hilarious. He could have put his arm around him and walked him to the back and out of sight, and then and then because the microphone is still there, mm. then he could have been like. He could have said something like, you fucking say that again, I'm going to slap your ass. And then he could have walked out, and then Chris, like, that would have been maybe funny. Maybe he could have saved it, but with the physical hitting, He would have come on a legend if he did that. He maybe would have. You know, then it would have been more of a debate. But with the full-on primitive, just walks up there and slaps and just about slips. And Chris <laughs> Rock... Chris Rock wasn't even phased by the slap. He wasn't even phased. Hook it like a chump. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that's, the, that's what happened. And yeah, and then yeah, Jada... It's crazy though, you know that. I I am not an open relationship guy, mm. so I obviously don't understand it. But how can you be a guy that doesn't? Because if your wife cheats on you, if you're the guy, the type of guy who has a, enough anger that you're gonna go slap a guy on stage, mm. why isn't this guy who had sex with? Why isn't he dead? You know, like that's what I'm te- like what I'm telling you is if somebody has sex with your girlfriend or your wife or whatever, you you should take that way more seriously. Mm. I don't care if you're in an open relationship. I don't care if you cheated first. And then you like talked and it's like, oh, it's okay. She she forgives you for cheating first and then she goes and cheats. It's still bad. Even yeah. if you cheated first. It's still something that should affect you. He should have not been making movies. He should have been out of Hollywood because he would have been emotionally affected mm. by that happening. None of that happened. So we just we have to assume he's a wuss. And we have to assume he was acting out of just hatred hey uh, out of all these out of regret because he's regretful mm. over not handling these other situations properly so now he's trying to overcompensate mm. you know I just so. wish it was in public because why is all of why is their dirty laundry all out in public like for me the episode where they were um, at the red table the entanglement that, that should uh, that should have just been never, never happened never happened never happened 100% like. 100% should have never happened 
it's it's and too public it's too much of their personal life that's yep. out in the public because then you have everybody's opinion that's coming to it yep. they're gonna see everyone's opinion they're gonna yep. develop their own yeah they have their own thoughts but of course yep. you know you read this and you know this person saying this this person saying that and you have everyone giving their two cents on it mm-hmm. it's gonna start affect how, affecting how you see the mm-hmm. how you, your perspective of it exactly and it's just gonna yeah it's like relationships are one of those things that it's like <laughs> do you want to put them out in the public mm-hmm. you know and I know that a lot of celebrities do but when it's the non-celebrity like the wife coming out and and doing it subjecting the celebrity to that type of exposure mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's it's sketchy all around. But I I I guess when you look at it as that they are celebrities, it, celebrities do do that a lot. And well, look at the consequences of it now. Yeah, I know, I know. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Do you uh, watch MMA at all? Did you see the Patty like, Pemberton fight? I did not. No. Who won? Happened the other weekend. Patty Pemberton is the young blonde guy. He's got a goofy blonde long hair. I don't know if you've seen him. Mm. Uh, he's the new new biggest sensation in, in MMA. Uh, he's coming out of uh, Ireland. And oh, right so now, everybody's loving him. Yeah. Is he the next uh, Conor McGregor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what ah. they're saying. And uh, really, people are people are getting all over. Um, all the smart people that I watch are, 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 are shocked that... And this is maybe has happened and it got turned down. Mm. I don't know. Or Patty may be already locked up. But people are saying, why the hell isn't Conor McGregor going to Patty and being like, hey, here is $5 million. Mm. Let's be partners. Patty made $24,000 from his last fight. Only? And, but, and he's worth so much money. Like, yeah, yeah. So I know you have to keep the fighters poor to keep their drive churning. Mm. But like, if I was Conor McGregor, because I know that Patty Pemberton has, I think, another 10 to 15 fights on his contract with UFC, mm. I would try to link if I was Conor McGregor I would try to link up with Patty and have them because Conor McGregor's career is kind of over if I was him I would try to if I was Conor I would be Patty's new hype man and agent and shit mm. so you can be in his corner that would be really good for Conor's career or what's left of it you know Yeah. sell him some more uh, whiskey or whatever he's making <laughs> uh, does he make whiskey or does he make um scotch is proper 12 is that a whiskey or a scotch I think it's a I'll be lying if I told you I knew exactly. Maybe maybe look it up. Ooh. What's the name of it? Uh, Conor McGregor's whiskey uh, or uh, drink is called Proper 12. Proper 12. Yeah, so let me look at my whiskey. list here. Sorry, go ahead. It is Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. So that is what it is. Oh, oh, there's some more stuff that I forgot about here. Mm. Um, did you see... Uh, I was talking about it before, right before you came in, actually. This is what I was talking about, was Donald Trump uh, going onto a podcast. Have you heard about this? Donald Trump made an appearance on the Nelk Boys podcast. Have you Mm. heard of these guys, the Nelk Boys? I saw clips of it. You saw some clips, yeah. Yeah. It's because it got taken off the internet. Yeah. I I published a clip of it. I've seen seen people who have the whole thing in clips. Mm. Um, But the whole video isn't available anywhere. I bet you the Nelk boys have it behind a paywall somewhere. But uh, (laughs) I couldn't believe it, man. Donald Trump went on there, and they were talking some shit. Mm. Like, by the way, how it happened for me was I um, I found out about it about 12 hours after it was released. I was watching it, and it got pulled down while I was watching it. (laughs) I was watching it, and it just it came up with an error thing. Like, Mm. that's the first time that's ever happened where a video got pulled down while I was watching it. So anyway, that was kind of exciting. But you know, he did mention the. He, he mentioned the election fraud stuff again mm. in the interview and he knows that he can't do that so mm. it's like he was almost 
using the Nelk boys as a pawn in a way to just, hey, see, look, they'll take me down. Mm. And, but he's like, oh, I'll dilute it. I'll do a full hour podcast and I'll mention the, the fake election like for like one minute. Mm. Because he knew. He knew that if I mentioned it right in the middle of the interview, that was when I was watching it. Because, yeah, because it takes somebody 50, 40 minutes to get to the middle. So that would mean that the people who are YouTube, the people who are deciding to delete it, must have found it about five hours after it was released. Mm. Sorry, I'm getting into this too much. But I'm just saying that, like, he strategically he stra- I, uh, yeah, I think Trump probably strategically planned that to, to get it pulled down. So anyway, that's pretty crazy. I was upset at first about it getting pulled down because mm. I think that when you're not talking on a professional, when you're not addressing the nation as a president, mm. like like he like that's not okay for him to be like, oh, the election was a fraud when he's more close to being the president or when he's still the when they were still. But now it's all official, so he should be allowed to say whatever he wants. Yeah, especially on some goofy little podcast. He's not in front of the nation addressing them at the White House. Mm. So that was a free speech issue that I was upset about. And what's crazy is you'd think that at this point, does that mean that Trump can just sue YouTube? And like for a billion dollars? I mean, why why couldn't he? Because mm-hmm. technically that is a full-on free that con- constitutional problem with, yeah. with a president. So anyway, so that's that's that. And then this other one here, this is the one that actually got me excited. Mm. Uh, well, there's actually there's a few here. But did you hear that victorious? <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear that Victoria's Secret got a new model? Is it a trans one? They have a trans model now. They, they have everything. Like Victoria's Secret has a trans model. <laughs> it was um, it was like some story about it. How um, they got a trans model, and then people were complaining about how I don't want a trans model because then it's not a real female, and yeah. da 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 da. And I was yeah. like. That's it, it, it just kept going down this, this I never spiral. heard that. My my uh, stuff, I heard that 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 um that they got a Down syndrome model. Did you hear about that one? I think so. I heard about the Down syndrome one. I never heard about the the trans one. The trans one. Mm. Yeah. I, and I think that's interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is. I'm sorry, dude. This is hard to talk about. Mm. Let's try to find a way to talk about this for a second here. Well, I would say like speak your mind. It's like I don't want to. My, I've had four or five thoughts already cross my mind. All of them. I don't know if I can say. Well, I well, I'm gonna speak my mind. Okay. At least, I hope that the viewers know this is just my opinion. You don't have to take well, what I do. say to heart. They do. They, they do. F- for sure, they do. Fantastic. But just like, but also, what are you gonna say? Like, what's gonna be you? Like, what what can you say right now about it? Victoria's Secret has a Down syndrome model. That's clearly, Victoria's Secret is supposed to be the hottest women in the world. Mm. There are these girls that wear girls' underwear to show how good the underwear can look. Mm-hmm. That's what the business is. So... Now, objectively, you can... And it's not to sound mean, it's just... For me, it's... F- my perspective, it's fact. There are, obje- there are women who are more attractive than other women. So, let's say if you put a, a person with Down syndrome and a person who does not have Down syndrome, just a... Uh, I don't like I side know. each other. Yeah, like side each other. I was gonna say normal, but again, people will be like, "Oh my god, is yeah, what's wrong with?" They're not. They're, they're normal. They're, yeah, I know. That's why I'm having a tough time saying it. Because, dude, I was thinking of it from a more funnier angle. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, but like, because <laughs> she is, she is hot. Mm. But can you? It feels weird to say that a mentally challenged person is hot. Mm. You know what I mean? 
I feel like I'm saying a kid is hot or something. Like I'm feel, I feel like I'm saying that somebody who can't control, they're not in charge of their own faculties. Yeah. Like, like a kid isn't. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that they're attractive, which is weird. It feels like you're being too. Like that's not something you can do. I see what you're saying. Anyway, <laughs> you got like, my side. Yeah. Because <laughs> ultimately, we have to decide. Because it's great they're doing their woke agenda. They're trying to stay modern. Yeah. With the businesses and that's what you got to do as an image mm-hmm. for the optics. But like eventually you got to be like okay is she actually aesthetic and then the question is is can you even comment on that i've never even considered it. i've never seen oh my god i got a story but i don't know if i can talk about it i just know they're doing it like how you said like they're doing it for in, include inclusive what's the word Inclu- inclusivity yeah like it's they know let's say like people with um, down syndrome like i'm sure some of them are buying the underwear Maybe. so it's like they yeah, yeah. Would see all the yeah, models yeah, okay. with so i'm gonna interrupt real quick because mm. you're, you're you're right you're touching on it because so my first girlfriend ever mm. she had a mentally challenged sister mm-hmm. and and the weird part was the girl that i was dating was two years younger than me and mm. the sister with the mental handicap was the same age as me mm. so technically it's like if it wasn't for the mental handicap i may have been dating the actual the older sister yeah. who would have been in my grade so it was very weird in that sense and you want to know another weird part because mm. we're talking about victoria's secret we're talking about the attractiveness of this Down syndrome mm. uh, female. Her sister had autism, mm. um, and it was quite severe. But so guess it was, what? Was this the younger sister or the, um, the older sister? The younger sister was the one I was dating. Yeah. And the older, this one, older sister was the one with the mental handicap and was the one who was the same age as me. Okay, all right. And she had autism. And autism doesn't affect your appearance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's that's the story, but it was always very awkward. <laughs> well, we're not together anymore. So anyway, I said no names. That's but that's my story on my experience with being around and trying to consider like what can you do? They have like they have sex. They do. I know they do. Mm-hmm. And I know that actually. Let me tell you a little tidbit. This is sad. Not comedy here for a second, but I know that they're very. They have their hormones work, and mm-hmm. that they're very active. Like I've heard a story of. Maybe this is kind of funny for people who are sick, I guess. Hmm. But, like, I've heard stories, and because we used to go to dinners and stuff with other mentally ha- handicapped people because of her sister, and she had friends and stuff, and they would be around hmm. and in the community. <clears throat> um, d- d- they're actually very horny people. Like, I've heard stories of Down syndrome people, and it's actually common, actually, common, hmm. that a lot of Down syndrome people will rub, females and males, will, will jerk off, they'll rub their genitals until they're, like, the raw, raw and hurting. Yeah, yeah, like raw and and like the skin, oh, like, the skin comes off. Oh, they go hard, like they yeah, just the skin comes off. Wow. So, so like they have drive. So, so to ask, and I know there's relationships. Like, uh, there's many that are married, mm. to, you know. So I know they do have those drives, and they do get married and stuff. So, but it is rare, it is rare. Mm-hmm. And then you can start talking about the actual taboo side of this topic, which, then you really start to get into the really taboo side. Yeah. And it, and I think you know where I'm going. Like. Well, like, cause yeah, like it, when it and it kind of starts getting more towards that. You know what eugenics is? No, elaborate. Eugenics is a is a science that was invented in the forties by the Nazis, and it's essentially a science of purifying genetics, reproduction. You seen the movie Three Hundred? Yep. When they like tell the one guy he can't be a part of their army, this one Spartan guy who has the, the messed up back. Yeah. It's kind of so it's like that. That's what eugenics is in a simple way to put. Okay. So it's it's selection. Can mm-hmm. these people reproduce? Can these people not reproduce? 
Yeah. Who should we sterilize? Who shouldn't we? Eugenics is the practice of sterilization of certain people who shouldn't reproduce. Mm. So that is a part. That is a question as well. That's the science question when it comes to all this stuff. But you know what though? I think there's documented cases of we are getting so far away from comedy. We're literally talking about handicaps here. That's all right though. This is a podcast, not a comedy show. So we can talk as long as we want. Um, there's documented cases of two mentally handicapped people having a non-mentally handicapped child. Mm. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about love, you know. Even for people who aren't handicapped, we're all like some people are sad because mm. they're not getting enough love. And, and it's all about love. Whether you're handicapped or not, the love should be able to spread. Yeah. Because like, let's get real here. There's people who aren't handicapped who are pathetic. Mm. So I don't... I'm not going to judge these mentally handicapped people and be like, oh, they're not, they're not, I got a little ash in my eye. They're not, um, they're not capable enough to be worthy of reproduction and, and, um, support from our government. No way would I ever say that because there is, there is regular people who aren't. Mm. So just give it to everybody. Yeah. Because there's regular people who shouldn't be getting a thousand dollars a month because, you know, they sat around and ate on their couch for four years in a row and all of a sudden now they're 300 pounds and, yeah. and they're legged and they got a back problem so they can't really walk so then they can't work so that that's like a self-imposed physical handicap yeah. versus a, somebody who has a mental handicap that they had no control over so if you're going to judge those two things equally I'll get these things in there so that we don't get too smoked out of the place mm. <clears throat> um, yeah so that's my kind of my opinion on that but just a second here just a second here folks I'm gonna fix fire yeah so but anyway that's eugenics that's and that's that's Victoria's Secret they got a they have a new down syndrome model which is pretty cool yeah hey, inclusivity you know inclusivity yeah which is good all humans you know everyone deserves you know everyone deserves a fair chance yep um, and everyone deserves representation yeah really which is what she represents so I said represents too many times there that's what she embodies yeah so yeah anyway but yeah it's pretty funny it's it's kind of a funny thing to to think about like sex and mentally handicapped people it's just like it's weird it's weird (laughs) you know so anyway what else we got here so anyway we are in favor we think it's all good good job victoria's secret i'm sure that this is probably helping your bottom line which is good but that's the only reason we're do it you're doing it we know that so fucking little just money grubbing fuckers i mean that's every company at this point like Everything has to be a business because um, yep. look at um, I think Amazon just bought uh, it's not Lionsgate um, I think it's Warner Brothers they bought some big company for billions of dollars oh wow they're so gonna start making media start as, making movies that's, that, that's the thing like it's coming it's to the point where it's gonna be like I know there's more eh? but there's gonna be like five companies that own everything where it's like they're all the parent company of these five companies and yeah. soon all of them if they want I mean look at gas prices mm-hmm. now I I don't have a car so if you're gonna be like, oh my god, oh my god, he doesn't know this about the gas prices. Cool. Yeah, I don't know that about the gas prices. That's <laughs> fine. This idiot. Come on, you don't know anything. No, sorry. Please continue. <laughs> please continue. Hand behind my head. Fucking the, firing squad. In the back of your head, fire. as you're talking, there mm. will always be like what just happened to you there. Mm. You can always see these little people who can attack you. It, just pretend they're not there. Mm. Just so sorry. Continue. So yeah, there's um apparently how gas prices are rising. They're saying that um. I don't know if it's because of the U.S. when they release their million barrels a day of oil reserves, it's supposed to stabilize. So the gas prices should have technically dropped a bit, but it just kept rising. I heard the reserve wasn't big enough. 
Oh, really? That's what I heard. Ooh. I watched some smart guy, politician guy, who's like, those reserves aren't enough for one day. Really? That's what I heard, the entire reserve. Ooh. Yeah. I Which heard. I was upset about. But you know what, though? Here's the thing. Hmm. This just came across my mind. What was the other thing I was going to... Amazon to do with Amazon forming its first union. Amazon forming... Okay, but no, yeah. but, but, okay, but, um, You know, what's... Uh, one way to look at this interesting thing with Russia is... Um, is, um, you know... Canada is like basically in second behind Russia for the most mm. oil produced in the world. Uh, it's like Canada, Saudi Arabia, or Canada, Middle East, not just Saudi Arabia, and Russia. Mm. So with Russia being taken out of that tripod, that really that that gives Canada more power. Yeah, which is good. So do you think Canada will capitalize on it? Do well, I mean, uh, the question is, is maybe we'll see in the next six or eight months, maybe that pipeline, the Keystone one that got canceled, mm -hmm. maybe they're going to put that back on again. Didn't that go through like a reserve or something like that? Yeah, maybe, but they, they can go a million other ways. And guess what also? Hmm. That is just like how if you were going to say, if somebody, if you were going to try to damage somebody, they're coming up and they're trying to be a politician, you'd go, oh, I heard you sexually assaulted somebody in college, right? Like that's like a tactic to hurt somebody's public yeah. perception. That is actually the same kind of thing. I'm not saying I don't value Native American land. Mm. This is what I'm telling you. Pipelines are the safest technology in the world to transfer oil. Mm. Um, and also, they're, they're not unsightly. Mm. It's, they're quite small. They don't take up space. So, and, and, and they can, so I, don't, I don't really agree with the, with the whole reservation. You just run the pipelines through the reservation. Reserva it, it's bigger than that. They mm. didn't oppose it for that. They, they may be, may be opposing it because they're trying to show bravado or show that they're protecting their lands. But in reality, they should be being businessmen. That's what modern Native Americans should be doing. Mm. Be, making money for their communities. Send the pipeline through. And guess what? We get to charge you. Um, put, a, put, a, um, put a flow meter on there so we can figure out how much volume is going through this pipeline. Mm. And we're going to charge you based on how much volume goes through that pipeline across our land. Mm. It's called a tariff or whatever. Do that. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But like, well, yeah, because what am I saying? Because I'm not, I'm not pro, I don't care about pipelines, but, I, but what I'm telling you though, my main point is that pipelines are safe. So that like, when they're talking about, oh, it could have a spill. No, that's silly. That's mm -hmm. silly. It, it will never have a spill. You're, you're more likely to have a train like that, that has something. oil in it and, or, or a truck. Trucks carry oil. Yep. Uh, any of those things or, or a tanker ship over the water it's just it's silly pipelines are very safe it's a fucking iron pipe that's like sometimes is inches thick mm. my mom like I, my family has actually worked on pipelines Ooh. like my mom used to put the the paint on them mm. that would stop them from corroding Ooh. yeah and um, so we have I have some knowledge about pipelines and just general from engineering they teach us a lot about metal mm. and stuff and I'll tell you the pipeline, there would never, ever, ever, ever be a problem with it. It's just, it's just silly. It's just silly. There's never been a pipeline failure ever. I don't know why that reminded me of this. Um, so this is more about space, eh? So there was, apparently NASA discovered a star. I think it was 12.6 billion years um, ago that it existed. So it's the farthest star that they have ever discovered with the Hubble telescope. Whoa. So you know about um, the James Webb uh, telescope that they recently made? No. So, you know about the Hubble? The Hubble, yeah, yeah, Hubble. So, they're decommissioning that. That's retiring. Yeah. I don't know if they're bringing it back down, if they're just going to let it crash, or if it's... um. It's, or they're just far, keep it's it. super far out, hey? 
because yep. it's been yeah so this one is apparently well it is bet it's better in every way the mirrors and it are like it it's able to detect light way better than the Hubble telescope Sweet. so we're gonna see we're gonna be able to see to way the, more to the edge because I mean it, technically if the universe is 13.6 mm-hmm. and that and star is 12.8 we are within a billion of the fucking beginning yep so so what if at the edge we're able to see something like like that's, a fucking that's the thing do you want to see oh what's my at god the edge? Do, do we want to see god people out there because god might just be on the outside of there just having a joint just and he's just watching us like oh they figured it out <laughs> oh you, what was the name of the telescope again um the james webb <laughs> yeah oh you guys must have, oh it's because i created james webb isn't it yeah. you guys fucking found james <laughs> god i'm gonna go talk to that bill oh man <clears throat> that is funny all right, I'm getting, I'm getting, we're over an hour, so that's definitely an episode. Mm. I'm getting to the point where I gotta pee. Um, I think now I'm gonna play a little riff for the, for the, for the audience with my first. Hey, you person. found it. Oh, yeah, oh no, no, this isn't the one I lost. I bought some new ones. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, and this isn't even my good one. This is the one. It has a, it's on a bit of a lower octave, mm. or a lower. Um, what, what do you call that? Note or key? Mm. It's, it's a low. It's a bit lower. My, my expensive one. They were all sold out, so it's in an E. It's a high note, and it's like kind of squeaky. I don't like it. So, anyway, we'll play a little riff here, and with for the first time with an audience in the in the studio. But there's good acoustics in here, so it actually sounds pretty good. So, see what we can come up with. All right, you don't have a beer to chug. See, this isn't the right energy, man. If you think of anything else too, here, wait. I want you to. I want to give you the list. Just quickly. I don't know. Scroll through it if you see anything that's interesting. It should be just like up at the top too, like it's only because other stuff you'll notice some other stuff from other episodes maybe. Should be the stuff kind of only in the top like twenty or thirty points. That's for today. All right, here we go. that I missed? Well, I don't know what you talked about before. Um, one that kind of stuck out was um, so I'm a tranny now. Yep, cutting the, cutting the old dick off. <laughs> I was like, ah. That's a nice. bit. That's like, a, I, th- I thought that was a funny bit to like, let me see it again. It's a little weak. It's just a little bit up. Oh yeah, there's a bit I was working on. So funny. I just think it's funny, but I got to see how I wrote it because then it remind me what I was thinking. No, that's all. That's all that's there. What would I have been thinking? Oh, uh, that's an so that's an opening joke. Okay, mm. so you know when a when a comedian comes on stage, and they say some kind of inflammatory, like an opener mm. joke, where it's kind of inflammatory. Mm. That I think qualifies. Where you could just kind of walk up on stage and just kind of say that, mm. and I think that that might get a reaction from the audience. Just that's why I wrote like it right headset. Like it's like oh, he's gonna. This is right. a goofy comedian. He's yeah. about to say some crazy shit. Yeah. So I sometimes write down bits like that. Ah, shit, so you didn't get through much. Figure skating, judging. That was something we didn't talk about. Flying houses. Joe Rogan, N-word controversy. I haven't talked about that either. Mm. Yeah, that's it. So, all right, though. You know, we're going to talk about Joe Rogan, N-word controversy, flying houses, and the figure skating, judging at the Olympics on the next episode. Other than that, I think that's it. 
thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, this episode was bought, brought to you by Bohemian. And uh, what else was it brought to you by? Um, that's about it right now. Um, if you have a, if you're having a wedding, uh, Mike Drop M I K E Productions they host weddings. Um, if you need any type of wood products, you can find us on the website at stephanjackson.ca and just email that Canadian Talk email if you want like an island or a coffee table or anything like that. You can also find us on Facebook Marketplace for those uh, tables. And I think that's about it. Canadian Talk out. Thanks, guys. Canadian Talk. Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes. And we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. <laughs>